everyone. Welcome back to the On The Rocks podcast, a podcast all about life, love, and the pursuit of a great cocktail. I'm your host, Vanessa Rock. I'm a 22-year-old college student living in San Diego just trying to figure my life out and also figure my intro out because I mean I've discussed this in the last episode but I want to make sure I introduce the episode properly uh and don't just expect that you know me I mean you may know me now but like I'm almost at 30 episodes I'm hitting like this pretty like large milestone whenever I hit like an even number I'm like I did that uh but just in case you're new this is me. This is who I am. Uh, it's kind of like one of those influencers who post after they get a bunch of new followers. Uh, some new friends around. I think I should like reintroduce myself. Anyways, here we are. And today we're diving into so many different topics, uh, mainly about motivation and talking a lot about podcasting as well. I bring on my friend and fellow podcast host, Kelsey Jones. She hosts the What's Stopping You podcast with Kelsey Jones. It sounds like something that just like rolls off of your tongue. It's the easiest and coolest uh, name for a podcast ever. So yeah, you'll get to know her a little bit better. We talk about our favorite drinks, even fitness, friendship, motivation, and our podcasts. So... I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Please give me feedback. Give me them reviews on Apple iTunes. Love all of it. It takes like two seconds to leave me five stars. <laughs> Anything less is, um, you know, not necessary. Just like DM me something like rude and I'll be fine. Um, anyways, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying now. I'm like kind of rambling. Let's get into today's episode. Today, I am joined my friend and the lovely Kelsey Jones. Welcome to the podcast. Oh my gosh. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. We were sitting here catching up a little bit before. We haven't talked in a while. And Kelsey's a fellow podcaster. What's Stopping You with Kelsey Jones is Mm -hmm. epic. Everything. The Instagram, great. And I've known (laughs) you now for how long? Like Eight, eight months? Seven months? At least seven. At least seven. But we became friends through a little engagement group, I don't know, like community on Instagram. And I think somehow Kelsey got added to the group. We connected. We've been chatting ever since. And we are like in a group chat. We talk every day. Like today, I needed words of encouragement. And Kelsey was the first person to be like, girl, you got this. You're amazing. And so it's so cool to be friends with someone who is also a fellow podcaster, also a college student. We have a lot of differences, but a lot of similarities, and I'm so excited to mm-hmm. get to know you better and for my audience to get to know you as well this week. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's such a great intro. I love I that. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So what do you do? What is your whole shtick? You have a podcast, but you're also in college. Give us the rundown. Yeah, absolutely. So I go to the University of Texas at Austin. I'm currently a senior. I'm studying design, think graphic design, not interior design or fashion design because everyone likes to mix it up. Um, But yeah, I'm studying to become a graphic designer or web designer after graduation. And that's kind of what I do the majority of my life. And most of my time is spent interning or freelancing or doing schoolwork or something related to designing stuff. So that's like kind of my full-time job essentially. And then other than that, I podcast. I have my podcast called What's Stopping You with Kelsey Jones. And I kind of just talk all about 
just motivation and inspiring people to become the best version of themselves. I talk a lot about self-confidence. I talk about motivation, um, manifestation, just stuff like that, just helping people learn more about how to become a better version of themselves. So that's something I do every single week. I've been doing that since January. I can't believe I released an episode basically every week for almost nine months now. That is insane. And other than that, in my free time, I love working out. I actually have a part-time job at Soul Cycle because I love cycling, and I know you do too, Vanessa. You worked at what cycle bar? Yep, yep. And so I love cycling. I did that this morning. I'm wearing sweat. Yes, I'm wearing a Soul Cycle <laughs> sweatshirt. This is like oh. I w- I feel like I wear one of these in every recording, and somehow Soul Cycle gets brought up, and then I'm just like I am living and breathing the brand right now so you should be a brand rep I don't know why you aren't yet honestly at SoulCycle sponsor me or hire me as a full-time designer I would like either one um but (laughs) I could see that for you I can know it'd be so fun yes it'd be so fun I would love that I'm hoping to move to New York and they're headquartered in New York so could be a move I don't know but (laughs) yeah that's just a little bit of a a little bit about me um yeah. yeah You do so many things. And I feel like you're someone I am like, just how does she do all of these things? Like, I know (laughs) you, and I'm like, okay, you do this, you do that, you're in school, you also have a part time job, and you've always done a lot of internships. Like, I feel as though your whole shtick behind motivation is something that really inspires me as someone who I'm not necessarily like, career focused in the way that I feel like you are. And so it really makes me feel like, oh, I should like get my shit together and like, <laughs> tell someone I should like go talk to about this. Aw, yeah, yeah. I feel like I have just always been very type A and this is just kind of how I am and I'm really driven to succeed. I just want to be successful and I'm very competitive. So I I don't know. I just always am trying to one-up myself all the time. And usually that manifests in the form of having way too much on my plate, not sleeping enough, and making a lot of bad decisions. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's like caveats to everything. You can be motivated and great, but you could also have like your insane caffeine addiction too. So like- yes. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is part of my shtick is my insane caffeine addiction. <laughs> I had three cups of coffee today and I still feel tired. So, should have made it up. The energy of life. I literally have not ever really had a cup of coffee. I've had a sip of like a frappe and I'm like, oh, like not my thing. I'm not a coffee person at all and I can never understand it. Like, I just don't get it. See, I will take caffeine in any form. Like, let's just talk about it for a second. Okay. I drink, <laughs> I drink a morning latte every morning. No, no, um, There will never be a time when that doesn't happen. And then usually later in the day, I'll drink either a chai tea or a matcha, you know, switch it up a little bit. And then I also like these things called verb energy bars. They're like, you know, little snacks, but they have caffeine in them. I also have chewed caffeine gum before. People like to send me stuff. Like companies will send me things that are like are caffeine caffeinated. And I'm just like dying over here like, dang caffeine is really my brand that's so funny I don't I've never been into it like I almost needed a Red Bull today but like that's where I'll go I'll go to like a Red Bull or something like that like I don't wake up and crave coffee like to me it's not my thing 
But my mom said that she didn't ever start drinking coffee until she had a kid, which was me. And so, like, I feel like that's what will happen to me. Like, I'll just get to a point where, like, there is no more option and I need it. <laughs> and yeah. then I'll have to do it. But right now, I'm trying to, like, ride it out because I feel like it saved me money even. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to buy the Starbucks and, like, all of the things that, like, make everyone, like, bankrupt. You know what I mean? No. See, I actually rarely go buy coffee because I've learned how to make such good coffee or, like, matchas or teas or whatever. I've learned how to make such good ones on my own that the only time you'll ever catch me going to a a coffee shop or buying coffee is, like, if I need to go sit at a coffee shop and, like, get work done. Like, I'll never just go out for a cup of coffee and just get a coffee. Like, that's weird. (laughs) That makes sense. Thank you for sharing, like, shedding light on your caffeine addiction because I just don't get it. But, like, I feel like I get it a little bit more now. It's like a thing people enjoy. People enjoy coffee. They, like, look forward to it every morning. Like, I look forward to carbs. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's like a comparison. It's equal. Whatever. (laughs) Yes. Love to see it. Love to see it. (laughs) Okay. So tell me a little bit more about your education journey. I know you're at UT. In Austin, correct? Mm-hmm. How did you decide design? Like, has this been something that you always wanted to do? What was the whole process there? Yeah. So if you don't mind me plugging myself, I actually have an episode coming out soon, which will probably be up by the time this episode goes up. But it's all about my career journey. And if you want to listen to that, you can. But I'll give you the brave version. So basically, I started designing things in middle school because I joined the yearbook staff in middle school, which now that I look back on the yearbooks I produced, it was awful. It was cringy. We don't ever want to see her again. But we, I learned a lot about design and I found that I was really interested in layout design. So I thought going into high school, I wanted to do magazines and stuff like that. And as we can all imagine, magazines are very much a dying art these days. So over over the span of like being in high school, I kind of shifted towards figuring out I wanted to be a graphic designer instead of like a magazine designer. But it really has been something that I've been passionate about for a long time. I've always been kind of a creative person. My first ever dream job was to be a chef. And I feel like that's kind of creative. I really liked baking and cooking. And I feel like to this day, cooking has always been like kind of my fun time to just like open the fridge and see what the hell I can make with what I have. That's like, that's like creative release right there for me. I mean, when you design all day at work, like designing for fun is not a thing. I'm sure you can imagine like if you do something all day, like it doesn't become fun anymore. It's just work. And so like cooking has always been that kind of like fun thing for me. But yeah, that kind of made me realize over time that I was really interested in doing a creative thing in my life. And so, yeah, it's just like over the years, I realized I wanted to do design and my both my parents went to UT. So it was kind of a no brainer to go to UT um, and they have a really great design program. It's very multidisciplinary. So people with my degree can get a lot of different types of education. So I've kind of geared my education more towards graphic design, but the same person or someone else within the same degree could do an industrial design degree or like web design or all this other cool stuff. So I think that's fun. And yeah, yeah, that's what's led me here. And uh, we'll see where I go next. I love that. And I also think it's so funny that cooking is your 
creative outlet because it's like the opposite <laughs> for I feel like so many people, including myself. <laughs> like, what do I have to cook? Oh my God. But like every time you post anything on Instagram, it's this beautiful like salad or it's this beautiful oh my like, dinner. And I'm like, okay, Kelsey, keep wanting, keep one upping me. It's fine. I'll just like sit here with my HelloFresh and like. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think it's amazing that we've become friends and like all of these things because I think like you are such a creative person and I channel that. Like I try to channel energy from my friends that are different from me. So like if Mm -hmm. I have, you know, all of these different podcast friends, we all have different interests and niches and we all are, you know, so different as people, but you guys inspire me so much in so many different ways. And whenever I look at anything you do graphic design, I'm like, okay, I should like step it up. And so I think that's a really, really great thing. Like you're so creative and I'm just, I'm, I'm a big proponent of it. I think you're awesome. Oh my gosh. This is just a hype Kelsey up podcast episode, huh? I know. You're going to have to keep this one in your repertoire to listen to if you're having a yeah. bad day. Like, <laughs> I'm going to listen to Vanessa. I hate myself. Hype me up. Yeah. So you mentioned that fitness is one of your big proponents of like your hobbies and things that you do. Mm-hmm. Cycle, you've mentioned. And I feel like that's a big part of your shtick as well. Like you talk, <laughs> you talk about motivation and all of these different things. And it's important to have a well-rounded life. You work, you're in school, and you're also, you know, having to focus on yourself outwardly, like with fitness and things. I'm also a proponent of fitness and incorporating that in your life. How much of a role does this play in your life? And how do you feel like fitness has made an impact? Yeah, I feel like growing up, I was a gymnast for literally, what, 12 years, so long. And so fitness was always a huge part of my life. I did multiple sports over the years, but I ended up sticking with gymnastics through high school. And so, yeah, I just kind of grew up in a very active household. So it's always was really important to me. And I actually talk about this in another episode that I had recently, but I kind of talk about my health and fitness journey and how it wasn't always super easy for me. And I feel like everyone, when they start college, goes through this, this transition phase of not really knowing what they're doing anymore in terms of fitness, because, you know, you're no longer playing sports like you used to in high school. And I kind of struggled with that a lot. And over time kind of found a, a place within fitness that really felt like me and something that I really enjoyed. And so fitness has played a huge role in my life because I feel like it's not at all a punishment. I hate people that think that fitness is a punishment because it's not. I feel like it's such a reward for yourself. And so I I use it kind of as my therapy, soul cycle and probably cycle bar. I've never taken a cycle bar class. I don't know if they have them in Austin yet. Uh, but they they're like they're rhythmic spin classes, right? The cycle bar rhythmic. Okay. Yeah, it's like such like a vibe. Like you really feel your all your emotions in the class and it's like literally therapy for me even though you're not, yeah. you know, talking to somebody, but um yeah, fitness has definitely played a huge role in my mental health whenever I'm having like a down day or whenever I just am really stressed. Like it's a big stress reliever for me and you can probably assume with all the things I do, I live an extremely stressful lifestyle and I know I made I kind of did that to myself. I put it on myself, but I've had to find coping mechanisms and fitness has definitely been one of the biggest things that has helped me cope with that and kept me going, made me feel like really good about myself. And um, 
yeah, so it plays a huge role. It's something that I try to incorporate into my everyday lifestyle. Like I went to class this morning um, at 7.15, which is an ungodly hour for me, but I'm trying. We're trying to get up earlier. We're doing our best. It's such a transition of a time from like, I was a cheerleader in high school. I was always active, always doing this or that. And then when I got into the real world and like had to make these decisions for myself, it was like so oh hard. And then and then there's like this whole thing of like if you don't keep up with yourself, like freshman 15 and all of these things that can mm-hmm. be so detrimental on as to your mental health. And I found that I use it as a place of community now. I like the endorphins. I like to feel good. It's not a place for me to come to like lose a bunch of weight. It's like this yeah. part of my day that is like in a sense therapy and mm-hmm. makes – makes things easier and like lighter and I feel better. So I, I like that you brought that up. I think that's a really great way to look at things. So on the rocks, we love to talk about cocktails. And I am so curious, as you are recently 21, Woo. to know what your favorite cocktail is. Okay. So I don't have like a very specific cocktail that I can think of. Like I love a Cosmo. Like that's always a good moment, but that's like my favorite. really basic. Yeah. But okay. You're going to hate me for this. You're going to be like, of course, this is your go-to cocktail. Like this is like probably not my favorite of all time, but this is like a go-to. It's just a vodka sparkling water. Wait, you say, vo- isn't it like vodka soda? Um, well, technically, no, because like if you think of a vodka soda, it's like a sprite, it has like sugar and stuff in it. But oh. sparkling water does not have calories, they don't have sugar, and so it's literally water. like it's like seltzer water, yeah, that's what vodka sodas are. But I like vodka sparkling water, it sounds like bougier, yeah, like a vodka LaCroix. <laughs> I'm a vodka water person. Like, I don't okay. know, I probably sound like a psychopath, and I've said this so many times, but, like, for me, the little s- sizzle isn't necessary. If I'm, like, out there partying, just give me some vodka, water it down, we're good. Cheaper, because <laughs> you're not getting the vodka, like, sparkling soda water, you're just getting vodka with a little bit of water. Five bucks, living it up, but I'm a, I'm a fan of that. I think in your 20s, 21, 22, like, up till 25 – Vodka soda should be like your favorite cocktail. The going out drink, you know? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've gone through all of the phases of being in college and drinking the shittiest alcohol combination of, yeah, that was probably made in like a trough by a frat boy of everything you could possibly mix together. I've definitely been down that route and I've decided the hangover is no longer worth it. And so – we just drink vodka sparkling waters now. <laughs> I think it's really great that you can say that like you've overcome the jungle juice. Yeah. Now you're like to the vodka soda. Eventually you'll be like at the dirty martini phase. Like we're not there yet. Oh, like, okay. I'm never going to be a dirty martini girl because I'm not going to eat an olive and that's just the tea. <laughs> <laughs> you have to eat the olive to drink the martini. I don't know. I mean, I don't want the olive to touch my martini. What do you have against olives? They taste weird. <laughs> and I don't like the texture. Yeah, yeah it's like a mushroom. Like a, like a mushroom. I hate mushrooms. Worm. I hate I mushrooms. Do too. 
Like I'm not a, I'm a big texture person and I'm not going to like have these random food like fruits or vegetables that just like don't need to be there. Like a mushroom could like never be on my plate ever and I'd be completely fine. Yeah. Same probably with an olive. I don't think I've ever had one. I don't think I would want to have one. Yeah, you don't want to have one. <laughs> I recently was able to start eating avocados. That was a 2020 venture for me, which you being a California girl, you're probably like what in the hell, Kelsey? Like I kind of get it's the it. texture of avocados. Well, my stomach just kind of hurts when I eat them, and I'm kind of like, I'm okay. Like I can eat them in some things, but like just an avocado on toast, I like, I, uh, no, I'm good. See, I've been able to get over it now. I can eat an avocado toast as long as it's not boring. But um, guacamole, I've finally been able to eat guacamole and living in Texas, like there's guacamole everywhere. So yeah. Um, Yeah, that's something I would say I've accomplished in 2020 is learning to eat an avocado and that's all. (laughs) You need to write that like down somewhere. So 2020 journal, you'll never forget this time in your life. It's a pivotal turning point for you. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. 100% agree. I'm a new woman. A new woman. (laughs) Another question along the lines of cocktails because – I remember being 21. Like, it was so long ago. Oh, my God. Years. Years. A month ago. It's fine. (laughs) What is your favorite liquor? Like, if you were to have vodka, tequila, something like that. Definitely vodka. Okay. Tequila has no place in my home. It will never reside on my bar cart. Let's just put it at that. Um, As for the other liquors, like gin – I think can be good sometimes, but we're we're iffy on her. Whiskey or any other dark liquor is an absolute no for me. And we would just we just skip that aisle at Total Wine. And yeah. I don't know what else exists. So that's about it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel like you're either a vodka or tequila person. I personally can do both. Like I enjoy vodka. I enjoy tequila, but I've tried tequila. In the going out scene, it's never been cute. It's never no. been good. And Nestle, our friend Nestle, who runs Not My Problem podcast, mentioned that uh, like different liquors don't do different things to you. Yeah. And, like as much as I respect her and love her always, I still don't agree. Like I had the <laughs> worst nights on tequila, even if it was a placebo effect where I was thinking I was like crazier than I was. Just <laughs> never the same. Like never the same. As vodka, vodka's easier, smoother. Tito's, it's from Austin. Great. We love this. All the best vodka is from Austin. Have you ever had Deep Eddie vodka? Do they have that in California? Oh my gosh. Okay. I'll have to send it to you. I don't know if they sell it outside of Texas or what, but it's another um, Austin based vodka. And I think it's better than Tito's. Huh. There's so many vodka like distilleries or just like liquor distilleries in austin and so many like seltzer companies like mighty swell is based in austin uh, and so many other ones so i guess i'm just living in the liquor capital of the world right here i live in the beer capital of the world we're like the craft beer capital of the world (laughs) i'm sorry for you okay well you just need to date a boy one day at some point no i'm not gonna date with beer if you date a boy at some point who's obsessed with craft beer and then you will like find value in it. I did that and I swear I can now drink beer. 
it took it took me like stomping through like the mud of the craft beard to like finally like it because he liked it so much that I felt I needed to like you know conform um and now I like it I can drink beer and going to breweries is so fun you just sit around and everyone's drinking beer a vineyard is more my speed Let's be honest. <laughs> okay, we're just two different types of people. I would have rather sit at a brewery with the bros, and you're going to go to the winery with the girls. It's fine. Yes, there you go. <laughs> oh, my God. I just needed to know that. I feel like that's so fun. I uh, love a good liquor capital of the world. Mm-hmm. Happy for you. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> hey, my apologies on interrupting this amazing episode, but I think this is something you'll want to hear. Are you on your journey to find your purpose? Or are you looking to find relatability in what you may be going through? Well, then I think this might be exactly what you're looking for. My name is Emily, and I am the host of the Purpose Project podcast. I'm a 23-year-old graduate student, and I'm on my journey to find my purpose. I mean, who isn't? So join the Purpose fam and I each week as we'll chat through it all, having real conversations about career, lifestyle, and mindset. You can find the Purpose Project on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast listening platform. The Purpose Project is here to help us both find purpose, one episode at a time. Okay, (laughs) so I want to talk about your podcast. I feel like you're someone who I like look to in the podcasting community, especially at our sort of level uh, where we all kind of know each other and talk Mm -hmm. and things uh, for inspiration. And I love What's Stopping You because just the name. What's stopping you with Kelsey Jones? Sounds like it could be <laughs> like the next big thing. So hopefully <laughs> we're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither, girl. You started your podcast in January, you said. What made you want to start a podcast? Yeah. So I, again, have always been very creative. And so going into last year, like 2019, it was kind of the year that I finally started really listening to podcasts. And so I started a lot of like the YouTubers that I had watched for years, like started making podcasts. And so that's how I kind of got into podcasts. And then I kind of branched out and found other people who don't do YouTube, but do podcasts. And I was just really inspired by their podcasts and their stories and just the way that they were helping people through their podcasts or motivating me or inspiring me on a day-to-day basis to change my life. I think if you were to meet me like six uh, like six months to a year ago, well, I guess you knew me six months ago, but like over a year ago, you you would not know the same Kelsey. I feel like I'm definitely a different person, but in the best way possible because as I was listening to all these podcasts, I realized, oh my gosh, like my life is good right now, but it could be way better. Like there are so many things that I could be doing to push myself forward in my career, in my own self-development, in my happiness, in all of these different aspects of my life that I didn't even realize were possible. And so that's kind of where I started making that shift to really become the person that I am today. And I feel like that was just really, really huge for me. And as that kind of happened, I realized, oh my gosh, like I need to start sharing this with people. Like, yeah, the content is kind of already out there, but I want to share it through my own lens. And so I started thinking of, oh my gosh, I just started a podcast back in like October, 2019. So I I was kind of toying with the idea for a few months before I actually decided to launch in January of this year because um, 
I I literally didn't know what I was doing or how to do it. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, you're you know, you're a podcaster. There's a lot of stuff on the back end that you have to learn about podcasting that you have absolutely no idea about before you start looking for it. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I I took a few months to kind of figure out what the heck I was doing, and I was really just stuck on figuring out what name I wanted to name my podcast. And I ended up picking "What's Stopping You" because. I found it on a Pinterest board. I was on Pinterest looking for inspirational quotes for my phone, um, my phone background, and I just found that one. I, I don't know. Some, for some reason, it really resonated with me. And I was like, what is stopping me from living the life I want to or doing the things that I really am passionate about? And so that kind of sparked the whole idea for the podcast and really informs what I talk about every week. Yeah. I love that. I was going to ask, you know, you said earlier something about – um, feeling like you have changed and grown and this podcast has been a big proponent of that. Is there mm-hmm. something since you started the podcast that you really think has made a difference in the way you look at, you know, yourself and your life? Um, I think I've just realized to be so, so grateful for my life, I, I think, especially with everything going on in the world right now, you realize how much privilege you have and how good you have it compared to some other people. And I've just, I've just realized like, I'm so, so grateful for the life that I have been given and the opportunities that I have that not everyone gets a chance to have. So I think doing this podcast has not only made me realize that, but also realize that if you want to do something like, you should just do it because it's it's not as scary as you think it is. Like I'm sure you were scared to start your podcast, scared of what people yeah. would think or scared of if it was going to even work at all. And yeah. I'm sure with your new YouTube channel, like you feel kind of some of those similar thoughts from the beginning of your podcast resurfacing with this new YouTube channel. And that's so normal. But I've realized now through this podcast, like now having over a thousand Instagram followers and having amassed like a great listenership that I am very capable of doing all the things that I want to do. And the only thing stopping me is literally me. And that's very on brand for me to say, but yeah, it's just (laughs) something that I've really learned and something that I hold true every single day is it's like, if I have something that I want to do, like if I can put my mind to it, I can do it. And yeah, that's really been a freeing thing. I think that's amazing. I think there, it's so funny to think about bringing it back to our podcasting group where we were at in January or six months ago, like seven months ago, Mm -hmm. we all met thinking about like the self-development we've all kind of undergone during this time and having a platform to do so, to share with others, which we all kind of do, especially you, like your whole stick shtick is like, what's stopping you? Let's grow. Let's become better. Let's develop. Mm -hmm. And to be able to share that with people and to be able to have this to look back on this incredibly very specific rare time of our lives that will probably yeah. hopefully never happen again. And having the opportunity to be like, you know, I before this did not take my life for granted as much as I should have. Like I should have really stepped back and been like, wow, like I'm grateful. I have all of these opportunities. I can start a podcast on a whim if I want to mm-hmm. and just doing it because what is – oh my god, I hate, I hate myself. What is stopping, stopping you? you? 
I hate myself when I do it too. It's really cheesy, but it's on brand. So we love to but see it's it. Such a generic, like not generic, but it's such a statement you say like on the every day that it just works. It just goes right in there. You want to know something funny? Yeah. There's there's a couple people that I'm friends with on Instagram who every time they see what's stopping you in their day-to-day life, they screenshot it or send me a picture and send it to me. And so I get these on the daily that people are like, just reminded of you. It's like, what's stopping you? <laughs> they comment with Kelsey Jones. Yeah. And then people are confused and then you just send the link and everyone listens and I have a million listeners and I get paid a million dollars. Amazing. That, that's all he could ever want. <laughs> when you started your podcast, you had just been listening to podcasts. You kind of knew what you wanted to do. You didn't know like exact specifics of things, but you just had an idea. When you had to start actually thinking about what you were going to do, how you were going to create the graphics, that's your that's your thing, and you know, figuring out how to launch and things, was there hesitation behind that? Were you concern? Did you have any uh, reservations? I mean, yeah, I think I was not at the point of being as confident in myself as I am now that I was scared like to share it on my personal Instagram. Like I started the the podcast Instagram and I was so scared to like put it in my bio or to share it on my personal Instagram story and stuff like that. And So yeah, I was definitely hesitant in that way. And I also just, I was really scared of making an episode that was motivational or something and having people listen to it and be like, Kelsey has no idea what she's talking about. Like what is just a 21 year old in college or at the time I was 20, like what is she going to have to say that's a value? And um, yeah, I was just scared that people were going to be mean about it or have have something to say but everything that anyone has ever said about the podcast has been like oh my gosh this is so inspiring or I'm so proud of you or just all positive things so yeah. it's really given me reassurance that whatever else I decide to do next that people are there to have my back and people aren't here to just like tear you down 100% and I like the point you brought up about being so young starting a podcast I feel like there's so much in the podcasting community that is I'm 30. I know so much about life. I'm here to share my experience, give you advice because I've already done it, been through it. Right now, Mm -hmm. we're going through it. Like we're in the thick of the things that are going to happen in our life that are going to, you know, change and really direct our future. Mm -hmm. And sharing that can be scary. That's all I do my podcast is I talk about my (laughs) self-development and my journey. I think you do too. Like you talk about motivation and and all of these things that are things that we are now developing and cultivating in our life and creating this like foundation for. So how would you explain the motivation behind what you do within your podcast in comparison to the things that you do in your day-to-day life, like school and fitness, things like that. Yeah. I mean, I guess in terms of my podcast, I I genuinely do it because I love it and because it's like my passion. Um, I, I felt like for a long time, graphic design had become kind of a 
a job for me because it is like I, it is a job and school kind of feels like a chore or a job because it's like you have to do it. And I, I realized that I didn't have anything that I was doing that I was just really passionate about and I was just doing it for fun. Like I didn't have a hobby and yeah. I was spending all my time working, but I wasn't filling my cup back up with, you know, all, doing the things that make me happy and make, um, you're just like hobbies that you can enjoy and not have many expectations out of. And so that's kind of where this podcast fits in my life. And slowly over time, it's kind of become closer to like work in a sense, because I schedule it every week. But I always, I always make sure to talk about topics that I'm genuinely passionate about. Like I would never put out an episode that just doesn't feel like me or I'm not feeling or if I had planned to record something one day and it's just like not a topic that I want to talk about, I just won't talk about it. I'll talk about something different because I I want it to be like a full reflection of what I'm going through at the time or how I'm feeling or what's really inspiring me at that moment in time. So that's kind of what the podcast does for me. Whereas like graphic design and school and work definitely feels like work and feels like something I have to, I have to do every day instead of something I necessarily want to do. Not to say I don't enjoy my job and my career path. I'm 100% happy about it, but it's just a little different in that way. Yeah. That makes so much sense. And I feel like you can find motivation behind all of these things in very different ways. Like I don't sit around thinking about school, like I am passionate about this. I mean, I, (laughs) I mean, I'm passionate, but I don't sit at my podcast, you know, Mike, it's not the same thing. And so I totally understand what you're saying. And I feel like we have so many of the same reasons behind why we podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think kind of the passion I have for podcasting has spilled over into other areas of my life. And it's just made me have a more passionate outlook about living. Like I don't think before the podcast, I really woke up every morning so excited to work on the things that I'm doing. And I think it goes back to being not only grateful for what I have, but knowing that I'm so capable of pushing forward and there's more out there for me and this is not the end of the road by any means. So I think it's just kind of changed me in the way that I look at things and I look at the world. And I mean, easy example is I used to think waking up at 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. is like the worst, the worst thing that could possibly happen to me. But now I'm like, oh my gosh, I get to wake up at 8 a.m. and work on the podcast and write the outline for an episode I'm really excited about this week or something like that. So yeah, it's definitely just changed my mindset about life for sure. It's fun to talk to people who have the same mindset about things. I Mm -hmm. mean, when I think about my podcast compared to when I started it to now, my motivation definitely is different. I think at first it was like, oh my God, so exciting. This is crazy that I'm doing this. I'm only 21. Like, how did I start this? And everyone's messaging me and things. And as it's become a more normal part of my life, it definitely sometimes feels like work, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. It feels like I have to get this done by Thursday. And I'm also making like two cents from the ad that goes into my (laughs) Yes. And so it's it's funny to kind of revert back to the idea of why you started it and to talk to someone else who has been there, understands, and is working on their motivation daily. Like you have a podcast and a lot of what you talk about is motivational and a lot of 
your guests have very exciting, cool careers and talk about really interesting things. Finding that motivation to keep going sometimes comes within the actual doing of the podcast and and getting to talk to these people that you otherwise would never talk to. Like some of your guests have been like really, really cool, inspirational people who has been – okay, another question. I want to just know who has been some of your your favorite guests that you've had on your podcast. Um, besides like my friends, obviously I could easily list out all my friends that have been on my podcast, but that's kind of a cop out. Uh, but in terms of people that I didn't know already that I've gotten to meet because of podcasting, two of my favorites that come to mind are definitely Adrian Finch, who we did two episodes together, one in May and one I think in August or maybe the beginning of September, um, about manifestation. So if you're interested in that topic, you can go listen to it. I'll just plug myself. And then the other one for sure is Natalie Barbu, who she's an influencer as well. Adrian's also one. And we talk about um, we talk about her life as an entrepreneur and just managing her time and productivity. I feel like that's a topic that I kind of want to keep talking about that I haven't talked about recently. But yeah. Yeah, it's that was a really good episode. It's my most listened to episode and definitely one of my favorites. So when you listen to those episodes, is that what drives you to continue your podcast? I mean, we all have to work through our motivations and things like that. But would you say like having these really cool people on, talking to your friends, getting to know people better is something that is a plus to podcasting? Absolutely. I think the community aspect of it is huge and something that could definitely bring me more opportunities in the future. I mean, it's just like networking, but it's fun yeah. networking, you know? Um, so it's it's cool because I've had people that are guests on the podcast that have been able to say, oh my gosh, you should talk to this person or that person, or I know this person that works at this company and you should connect with them, or I've made great friends like you guys um, through the podcast. So that's definitely been a huge plus and something that definitely motivates me to continue creating is the fact that I know that these opportunities are not over. They're still coming if I put the work in. So yeah, Yeah. for sure. Well, great. I think that's a really great way to end off what we were talking about today. Because I think that, you know, like I've said multiple times in this episode, podcasting is a very unique thing. And finding people who have the same mindset, um, like you and I are both in our very early 20s. And we're talking about things that most people don't talk about until they're in their 40s, right? And they feel like (laughs) they've got it figured out. And we're just like balls to the wall. Like, here we are. This is our life. It's messy. And let's talk about how we're going to become better. You were the perfect person to have on. And I'm really stoked (laughs) that I'm really stoked that we got to have this conversation. I don't think you and I have talked about this before. And so to have it on my podcast is... Very freaking cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is a great, great convo. I mean, I love that you have a very similar outlook as me. And I think that's something that a lot of our friends definitely have a kind of similar mindset. And it really inspires me to like keep moving on with the podcast and it motivates me to, you know, push through the hard times and, you know, just keep doing what I set out to do. Completely. So I love to have all of my guests share a quote or, word of advice, things like that. Do you have something you would like to share with my listeners? 
Yeah, I have a kind of mantra that I live by that it doesn't really apply necessarily to the things that we were talking about, but I feel like it's kind of the mantra that I live my life by, especially living such a busy life, is to not stress about the things you can't control. And that's like a huge part of my life is worrying about what other people are doing or what other people think of me and blah, 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 blah. And at the end of the day, like none of that is in my control. So as long as you can just worry about the things you can't control, you're doing the best that you can do. And that's all you can ask for. I feel like in a weird way, I needed to hear that today. I feel like that's <laughs> I tried to live my life by. I'm very much like a controlling. We're both type A. You and I both mm-hmm. type A people. It's, yeah. it's the whole reason we have podcasts, right? And mm-hmm. living um, life by that is one of the best ways to do it. I think we spend so much time worrying about things. I'm the biggest worrier you'll ever meet. (laughs) Living a stressful life like you do, that's something you have to think about. And so I appreciate you sharing. I think that's such a great reminder for people, especially right now. Like we can't control any of the things happening right now. Yeah. And having that mindset to come back to is so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's a great Great um, piece of advice, especially for the times that we're living in right now. Like we obviously have very little control about what's going on in the world, nor do we ever, but especially right now, like we have to just make the most of the times that we have. And I think, yeah, it's important to recognize that there's so much good in every single day, regardless of all the bad happening in the world. And you just have to worry about what you're in control of and how you can make the most out of it. I'm so glad that we got to have this conversation. So make sure, shout yourself out. Where can we find you? All of your Instagram handles, all of the things. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me on. Um, you can find me personally on Instagram at Kelsey Lynn Jones. Um, it's just my full name and that's just where I post all my personal stuff, but I'm trying to like merge the, the motivational, inspirational stuff into my personal account. So you can follow that one if you want to, but then my podcast is just at what's stopping you podcast on Instagram. And then you can search it up in um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, just What's Stopping You with Kelsey Jones. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys check out Kelsey on all of her socials and What's Stopping You with Kelsey Jones on everywhere you listen to podcasts. And I will catch you guys next week. Under the rocks, watching water.